Well, good morning, and thank you so much for joining us today on this special Sunday, Mother's Day, which has always been a really special Sunday here at Shepherd's Gate. In fact, it's one of our highest attended services every year, uh, up there with Easter and Christmas. As so many people come together, they want to be with their moms and their mm -hmm. grandmas and be able to celebrate together. And so obviously we're not able to gather in the church building together, but so thankful that we can come into your homes and be able to share with you today. And I'm so thankful that I have my beautiful wife, the mother of my two boys, with us today for this Mother's Day. So this is my wife, Lisa. So thank you for joining us today and being part of this. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Mother's Day is one of my favorite services as well. So um, sad we can't be together, but we're together in spirit. That's right. And it is interesting because why is it that Mother's Day, the attendance goes up, right? And we know that for most moms, most women, they love quality time. They love being able to be with their family members, to be able to just be surrounded by their loved ones. And for yeah. you, that is true as well. Yeah, quality time is definitely one of my love, top love languages. So um, I, it would be super important for me to be here with my kids and my family. Um, so we just know that that is so important. Which I think we need to recognize, right? This is what makes today, mm -hmm. you know, just a little bit more difficult. A lot of you are gonna connect as will we with our moms uh, over the internet, whether yeah. it's a Zoom call or a FaceTime call or calling them on the phone. And uh, it's great to hear their voices. It's great to be able to interact with them, uh, but it's still not the same. It's still, yeah. it's still, you know, that frustration that continues to build up. And Lisa, as you look at the times that we're living in and now as we're several weeks in, I mean, it's amazing how many weeks we're into this now with, with even some more uh, weeks ahead of us to go. What would you say has been some of the biggest frustrations, some of the things that have been the most difficult <laughs> from the perspective of a woman or from a mom? Let me get out my, my long list. No, I'm just <laughs> joking. Um, you know, as I was thinking of that, Honestly, I think it's just been the missing the routines that we as moms work so hard to create for our kids and just our work schedules and just everything. We just work so hard for that. And so just figuring out that new normal is has been such a difficult process. I mean, it's, it's beautiful, but it's been difficult um, just to figure out what does it look like to just be home with the kids all the time and... It's just been kind of crazy, but good at the same time. Right, and even online church has now become this new routine of sitting together around the television. And yes. since we've gone to pre-recording our services, I have learned how difficult it is to actually sit in a living room, even with our boys, and try to watch even a 40-minute service because they have never, ever, ever, ever made it through 40 minutes. I mean, they're probably good for... maybe. 10 minutes at the most. <laughs> yeah, and then they're off and running. Yep. Uh, but today, as we turn to God's Word and we continue the sermon series that we've been on called Called and Loved, and we know moms, women, and women out there, you are definitely called by God. You are uniquely gifted yes. for the role that you have, and we just want you to know how much you are loved, how much God loves you and is continuing to work in your life, and for you to continue to be an encouragement to your family and so today, we just know that you're going to be blessed by the, by the words uh, that God has for us yes. in Romans chapter 8. 
And so if you have your chair, if you have your chair Bible, <laughs> I'm so used to saying it. If you have your Bible and you want to grab that or the words are going to be on the screen for you, uh, we're going to start Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 18. This is what it says. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Now, it's almost in a way comical as you read these things in, in the original intent of what we had planned for Mother's Day, and then you put on the pandemic filter, and these scriptures have a way of coming yeah. to life. Yeah. And even in that first verse where it says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. As you hear those words, Lisa, how does that speak to you? Oh my goodness. I mean, how, how can it not speak to you? Do we all could agree that we have present sufferings and things that have just been such a struggle. So, I mean, when you read those words, it just brings so much peace, I think, um, to our lives when we know that God is, he sees us and he, he knows the, the present suffering that we're experiencing through this pandemic. Um, but I think just speaking into that eternal perspective, when we just know that he, he sees us, he cares, it helps a lot. Oh, yeah. And it is interesting because it, it is definitely talking about current events and what we're facing mm -hmm. and really what a struggle life is in general, yeah. you know. Um, and each and every year, it seems like we're faced with yet another challenge. Yeah. There's another circumstance. There's something else that, that has to be addressed. And yet, even in all of that, somehow God is continuing to work his plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's interesting because he goes on to say this in verse 22 it says we know that the whole creation so this is everything included has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth Do you remember those days <laughs> right up to and look at what it says the present time right right up to what the moment that we're living in now mother's day 2020 right not only so but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit Think of this, we groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. And that is so interesting as it's talking about the, the life that's temporary here on earth. And, and yes, we have these physical bodies and they even have the ability to groan and to, you know, get frustrated and, and to kind of just question what's going on. Well, at the same time, helping keep this perspective of one day, this is all going to end. One day there won't be any more sicknesses or diseases or pandemics mm -hmm. or cancer or whatever, or death or whatever the case may be. And we know some of you out there, you know, Mother's Day may be difficult for you yeah. because you've lost your mom or you've lost the woman in your life that's, that's been so meaningful for you. And, and yet, even in this, there, there's this hope that we can cling to. There's this hope that we can look to that one day we will see our loved ones again through faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so how comforting to be able to read these words and to be able to see that we are his children and that he is going to redeem the world, all of creation, to himself. Yep. 
Exactly. It, it brings so much, like we said, like I said before, so much peace knowing that we don't have to focus on our present suffering and what we're going through. We can just continue to just lean into God and what he has for us during this time because one day we're going to look back and it's just going to blink by and we're going to be able to see all the good that he did during this time that doesn't always feel good. So you talked at the beginning about routines and just getting into, the, and getting into these new routines and habits. What is it that you've been doing to try to keep your sanity? sanity. And are there new routines that, that you've kind of created in the home or around our home just to, just to kind of clear your head and to guard maybe even your heart? <laughs> <laughs> that you would like to share with the entire congregation? So I've been finding myself hiding in closets and in the bathroom, <laughs> lock the door, keep the kids out. Um, that has actually happened just to have a phone call or whatever it is. Um, but really, I mean, thankfully, this guy right here, he allows me to have that introvert time that I need. So um, going for walks, going for runs, getting out of the house has been huge for me. I even found myself two weeks ago, he's like, where are you going? It's cold and dark. I'm like, I'm going for a walk. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I have to get out of the house. Um, so I think just finding that little space where you can do something for yourself is so important. Um, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, you, you have to make that time or you will go, go crazy, really. Well, and it's been uh, a good process for us because you have very lovingly and gently and patiently <laughs> uh, encouraged me to kind of disconnect and to come up with some new habits. And, and one of those is technology and how much time we spend in front of screens. So, yeah. you know, for those of us that are working, we spend a lot of time in front of our computers, on Zoom calls, checking emails. So much. And then there's the other aspect of a lot of us, our outlets are checking the news or being on social media. Yeah. And I'm glad that we came together and you've kind of challenged me and some days I get it right, some days I don't. But generally the rule is in the mornings I check the news and then at night, at the end of the day, I check social media. And I try to, during the day, not do either one of those things. To just, if I, there's work that I have to do for my job, that's, that's fine. But to really just disconnect. Because otherwise, we're just getting inundated constantly yeah. with all of these things that are going on around us. And it does. It, it affects our minds. It weighs you down. And, yeah. it do, and then it seeps into our emotions, into our hearts, mm -hmm. versus just saying, hey, maybe there's another way to do this. Maybe there's some boundaries that we can put in place. Maybe there's a different rhythm during this time that, that we can create to kind of self-check and self-monitor. Yeah. And I, just to add to that, I would say it's so important for us that have kids at home, no matter what age, or grandkids, like they are seeing and absorbing um, the emotions that we're, we're feeling during this time. So... I think part of guarding that has also been to make sure that our kids are not living in this fearful state over what is going on. So we've really just tried super hard to, to maintain a, a calm, prayerful um, environment in our home for the kids, for sure. And I'd say so far it's working. I, don't, I think it's affecting us way more than it's really affecting them. They're really, I think, enjoying the time together. 
So. That and the amount of Minecraft that, <laughs> that, that, that they've been playing as well, which is also another challenging uh, challenge, setting boundaries and monitoring their intake. Yeah, I mean, they're already on their technology so much for their, their Zoom meetings and um, all the things. With their teachers yeah, and their so. classmates. Which like, is comical. You've already had screen time. <laughs> They're like, no, we haven't. Like, oh my goodness, we need to put it away. It's just so much lately. But thankfully, our Michigan weather is turning around too, so we're getting outside more. Yes. Well, here's what uh, he goes on to say in verse 24. Listen to these words. For in this hope we were saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it, and this is the hardest one, patiently. patiently. And again, that's in the times that we live in, whatever that looks like, whenever restrictions here for those of us that are living in Michigan, we know as we look across our country, other states are beginning to lift restrictions and people are starting mm -hmm. to get back to their normal lives. But also that we, again, look to what it is that God has for our future. Yep. And it is to be with him in eternity. Where the Bible tells us there will be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more tears, but in the presence of Jesus forever and ever and ever and ever. And I think if there's any time that we could ever understand eternity, it's now. Because yes. most of the time, we don't even know what day it is. <laughs> we, we Quarantine feel, life. Right. And we just go, oh, what's going to happen this week? And is, you know, are the, is the goal line going to get moved again? Are things yeah. going to get moved further in the future? And maybe this is like the best picture of eternity we've ever had. This, thanks be to God, it won't lead to frustration. It's going to lead to being with Jesus and be in perfect peace. Yep. And be able to see all of our loved ones again. Yeah, and just to add to that, I think it, it's so easy during this time, like we we're talking about, because we're watching the news, we're we're watching social media, we're looking we're looking to the government and to all the things for what our future our future has, um, because we we want to know like what's happening next week. Um, but I would just encourage everyone to keep this uh, keep Romans eight opened and just continue to go back to it because. When we experience that fear or anxiety of not knowing what our future is or just looking to um, the news for what it is, um, open that up and see what God has to say about it because that it's so calming to know that it's really God that is um, laying the foundation for our future. So. And prayer is so important in all of this. And you don't have to be an expert no. in prayer. You don't have to have these you know, wise and wordy prayers. Just crying out to God and, and as you do that, you're inviting him into the situation. Mm -hmm. And it actually is refocusing your perspective. It, it's focusing on God. It's acknowledging him as our creator, as, as he's already told us in the text this morning. But then look at what it says next. This is so cool mm -hmm. uh, what it says in verse 26. It says this, in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness. And let's be honest, we're all living that reality. <laughs> yep. We do not know what we ought to pray for. Anyone felt that lately? Mm -hmm. But look at this. The Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans and words that cannot be expressed. And then look at what it says in verse 27. And he who searches our hearts, I love this, knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with our will. 
Oh, wait, that's not what it says. It says God's will, that mm-hmm. he intercedes uh, in, in our lives according to God's will. And as we look at that, as, as we read this text, it's so interesting to see that it's God's Holy Spirit that actually searches our hearts, that he knows every single detail about us. He knows exactly what emotions and anxiety and feelings that, that we are going through. And as he's basically logging these things down, as he's examining, like, he's examining your heart, he's looking at everything that you're struggling with, and then he takes that list, those things that he sees in you, and he goes to God the Father and he actually prays. Yeah. Help Lisa with her anxiety. Help Lisa with her depression. Help Lisa, whatever, you know, fill yeah. in the blank. And so realize whatever it is that you're struggling with, today uh, that God actually knows those things and that he's actually specifically praying for those things in your heart and your life. That's how much God loves you. That's how much you are called and loved yes. yeah. by God. Yeah. I, I have no words because it really is so encouraging. Like he was saying, you don't have to have anything elaborate or special to say because he already, he searches our hearts and he knows um, in advance what we need. So I think just creating that that space to to invite him in, that's the important part. Um, don't let that fear and anxiety um, get the best of you. Just let him in and he will, he, he prays and intercedes for us. And maybe you're watching today and this might be the first time that you've ever watched a Shepherd's Gate service or a family member or a friend sent this to you. You're, you're not sure, you know, if you buy into everything or where your faith is at. And we just encourage you today to realize that even in this moment that God is speaking to you, yeah. that you're not watching this by accident, no. and that God is actually drawing you to himself, and he wants to produce faith in your heart. And as he does that, as he's reaching out to you, all you have to simply do is say, God, hey, I, I want to know more about you. I want to understand what this all looks like, what this all means. And watch as he begins yes. to fill you with his peace. Watch as he begins to give you the hope that we've been talking about this morning. And he is the one that, that does. He's the one that yeah. has this way of just wrapping his arms around us. Just as our moms yes. do for us, just as our moms provide us that comfort. Like God the Father has the ability to wrap his arms around us and to speak that truth and that life into us. Yep, exactly. So... Um, and this is how this all ends. Uh, one of the, probably the, the most famous uh, yeah. passages of scripture. People hang, the, hang this scripture on the walls in their homes. Students that use it for their confirmation verses. People that have memorized this. But look at how our text is going to end today. We're going to end in verse 28. Listen to these words. And we know that in all things, not just in some things, mm-hmm. but in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, right? Those who have been called in love. Those who have been called according to his purpose. Yeah. And if there's ever a verse to cling to today, it's that one. And even though it doesn't make any sense now, even though there's still some uncertainty that in all of this, that God is going to work out his perfect will and his perfect plan in our individual lives, in the lives of our families, in the lives of our congregation, yeah. and in all of creation. Yeah, I love that, in all things. Yeah. So again, we're just so thankful that you've joined us today and uh, that we get to be part of 
coming into your home and sharing God's word with you. And again, thank you, Lisa, for being here. Of course. And just being willing to open up about your struggles and, and, and the way that you've kind of managed through all of this. And happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. And all the moms out there. And so would you uh, do us a favor and close us in prayer? And right after Lisa's done closing us in prayer, we're, uh, we're also going to pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. We call it the Lord's Prayer. Uh, the words will also be on the screen for you to, to join in on that. But uh, as we, again, as we say these words that we are praying with the Holy Spirit, and even as we say the Lord's Prayer, that again, we're going to God the Father as the Holy Spirit is also interceding for us. So will you please close us in prayer? Sure. Father God, we just thank you so much for Mother's Day, for this time to celebrate all the moms. Um, we just recognize, Lord, that this... Um, this day, as special as it is, it's, it can be um, a struggle for so many, Lord. So I just, um, I just lift up those to you that are grieving the loss of a mom. I lift up to you um, single moms and uh, just moms that are just having a really hard day. I just pray, God, that you would bring them your peace and your comfort that only you can give, Lord. Um, God, I also pray for all of our essential workers, all the moms, all the people that are on the front lines working. Uh, Lord, I just pray for your protection over them, um, for your strength over them, that you would just continue to help them to, to fight for um, just for each of us. Um, Lord, and God, I just pray for uh, just our congregation, Lord, for all the, all the moms out there that we... Um, that come to Shepherd's Gate, Lord. I just pray that you would just be with each of us, be um, with us during this time, the struggle that we're going through, Lord. I just pray, um, Lord, that we would just remember Romans 8, um, just that our present sufferings um, is nothing compared to what you have for us in eternity, Lord. And um, God, I just pray now over this time, over Mother's Day, that it would be special, that even though we're doing it different this year, that you would still... Um, that so much good would come out of this day, Lord. And I just pray all of these things in your name. Amen. Amen. And let's also pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.